Focus on the famous Chazal. There's much Torah spoken about to the meaning of Yaakov and Yosef. And the famous Chazal, which talks about the recitation of Kriyashma that Yaakov was saying and clearly Yosef wasn't. There's a lot of discussion about why was Yaakov saying Kriyashma folk now, and more particularly, why was Yosef saying Kriyashma? What was the message? This obviously was a very focal point in the history of Claudius going into Gullus, as we'll see, this was the opening stage of that. And certainly this meeting was more than just a meeting of father and son, a reunion, but it was something, something which was something you say this for many, many years to come. So I want to start with the question of why Yosef wasn't saying Kriyashma. There's a lot of discussion on the opposite, why Yaakov was saying Kriyashma, and what the point of that Kriyashma was, much less discussed about why Yosef wasn't saying Kriyashma. So I saw from a cousin of mine, I've seen my Zilberberg has in this collection of Svarim, brings down there that Yosef wasn't saying Kriyashma, the way he phrases it, because Yosef was a shtick Kriyashma. Yosef himself was a was Etzim Kriyashma. So what does that mean? So as you say to Kriyashma, we know there's two letters that are large in Kriyashma, which is the Ayin and the Dalit. And the set of Kriyashma is an Eidos, a Kodesh Baruch Hu is the master of the world. But more importantly, it is the connection that Klai Yisrael has that we are Atem Edai. We are the witnesses, the representatives, the ambassadors of a Kodesh Baruch Hu in this world. And he says that Yosef fulfilled this mission of Atem Edai to perfection. Everything that he went through, particularly the nisyanus of living in Mitzrayim, being surrounded by a culture of Mitzrayim, nisyanus of Petifar, going through all that and being able to maintain everything that he stood for throughout all the difficult challenges is the greatest Atamita, the greatest representation of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that in the greatest darkness <coughs> to be representative of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, this is Spitz Atamida. It says, therefore, Yosef's Mahus, Yosef's essence, Yosef's very being there, was the recitation of Kriyashma. Yosef standing there and representing all that he was and be able to share with Yaakov and be able to give over to Yaakov who he was and what he, main, what he maintained in those years was itself the, a, a reciting of Kriyashma in, in and of itself. And as much as Yaakov went through Nisrenus, right, through the House of Lava and etc., that there is nothing compared to living in a culture which is the antithesis of what Yosef stood for. So Yaakov, yes, lived in the House of Lavan. But it certainly didn't compare to what Yosef went through and Yosef lived through. It says, therefore, there was not a necessity to Yosef to say Kriyashma because his very essence was a reciting of a Kriyashma. I want to build on that. 
So obviously Yaakov wasn't that level of, of Kriyashma, of the essence of Kriyashma. And Yaakov had to recite Kriyashma, say the words of Kriyashma. So what exactly was Yaakov's kavana by saying particularly this concept of Kriyashma? What was he trying to bring out? What was the message he was trying to send? So it's Yudu the Maral, Maral's in Goraye. The Maral brings down that Yaakov's feelings of connection, like connection to Yosef and the appreciation of the miracle that took place and the Nisyenus that led up to that point and all of a sudden in a flash everything comes together. So that was the overwhelming feeling of Gilui that he had in terms of seeing Kosh Baruch who's present, Kosh Baruch who's involved with every step of the way. And he says that Yaakov wanted to therefore challenge all the emotions that he had, all the emotions of Simcha, all the emotions of feelings for, for Yosef, and channel them all into his feelings of love for Baruch Hu. That's famously the morale says. But I want to take it perhaps to another level. The Shem writes that there's a chiluk between Yaakov and Yosef. And he writes that the reason why Yosef particularly didn't say Kriyishma and Yaakov did from a different angle was that Yosef was already in the throes of Golas, already lived through so much through Mitzrayim. And Yaakov was now beginning the opening of Golas. For Yaakov was never really lived in a, in a stage of Golas. And Yaakov was really the opening of not just the Golas for himself, really for Kalah Yisrael, for the Shvatim, and then for all future areas of Kalah Yisrael. So Yaakov wanted to instill into the fabric of Golas. And the way one instills into the fabric is by putting into the Haskalah, into the beginning. So the, the Shorish of, of Golas is that chibur with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that was the midah that Yaakov was trying to put into how a Yid enters Golas. Shemeshmuel compares it to that every month of Shabbos we make Havdalah. Chazal say that there's a Kiddush which you make B'Knisasai, Kiddush you make which in the beginning of Shabbos, and the Kiddush B'Yitziasai, Kiddush will leave Shabbos. Shemeshmuel says that, that means that the Kiddush of Yitziasai is not referring to the, that we make holy the Yitziah of Shabbos. This is we're taking the Kiddush of Shabbos and trying to instill it into the beginning of the week to be, make the Sherish the root of the week, which is always the beginning, and to have that follow the rest of the week of Kedusha. Shemeshmuel says that's exactly what Yaakov was trying to do, to put into the Sherish of the Golas of Klai Yisrael, Kedusha, but more than Kedusha, the connection to Kodesh Baruch Hu, the connection to, which comes, which is expressed by, by Shema Yisrael. So I suffer to that in the Moshe, the Azurov, he says that the Gemara says, right, right before Yaakov is Nifter, the children gathered around, and Yaakov, and, and, the, and, the, and the children say, Kriyashma. And Yaakov responds, Baruch Shem Kavoyim Achusalei Void. Moshe says that was really ex- the exact concept. He says, after Yaakov was about to leave this world, and Yaakov stood, epitomized this concept, the connection to the Baruch Hu, the Shema Yisrael, which he said at the entrance to Golis, he wanted to pass that on now to the next door, 
and the next generation. And therefore, the Yaakov's, the, the, the children are trying to bring that concept into themselves and trying to instill that ya- the, the Sherish, the Yaakov's, said, saying Shema Yisrael. Yaakov responds, Baruch Shem, that that exact concept should be loyal and void, it should stay forever. Because once it's in the Sherish, once it's in the root, once it's in the foundation, it has the ability to stay forever. And therefore, Yaakov was instilling that by the reciting of Shema Yisrael, which is at this point of opening of the Golas. Take that one step further. Pasuk Periklamid Perikum sorry Perikmim Vov Pasik Dalid Kashparuch was talking to Yaakov on his way down to Mitzrayim. Altirim read the Mitzrayim Akil Gaigodal Asimchasham Nechi Eirin Imcha Mitzrayma Vanechi Alecha Gam Olev Yisu Yashad Amyashad Yadalayan Necha. I will go down with you, with Shraima, and I also be Anoichi Elagamali, I will also go up with you. Sfasem says that the word Anoichi is representing the Anoichi in the Saras Adibris, Anoichi Hashem Alokecha, and the concept which is represented by a Kodesh Baruch Hu is present, being seen and being felt in connection to Kodesh Baruch Hu. So that's what Kosh Baruch is trying to point out. I will be with you. And he says that the Medrash says on the on the on the Pasuk, by Sarah Sadibrois, that that was when Klayusa was granted Shema Yisrael. When Klayusa was given over the concept of the Yalkut, he says, Klayusa was to Kriyishma at that moment of hearing Anoichi. And Svasama says exactly this point. He says that the concept of Anoichi is the, is the expression and the connection of Akash Baruch Hu in this world. And when Akash Baruch Hu expressed himself, Anoichi Hashem Alokecha, Klai Yisrael related to that, and Klai Yisrael connected to that, and Klai Yisrael felt that, that presence of Akash Baruch Hu in this world. And therefore, there was Zeichah through that, the Shema Yisrael, which is the expression of Klai Yisrael speaking out and saying and expressing this concept of Akash Baruch Hu's connection to us in this world. He says, that was a Kodesh Baruch who's saying... It's to have Kriyishma. It's... The Muslim of Kriyishma. It's the... the to say it is Kodesh for us. The last one that mentioned is... Right. Is Zohu the Kriyishma. It sounds like it's, it's a revelation in terms of the... the, the that, that revelation that Kala Yisrael had is the more you're able to perceive yeah, and connect to Kodesh Baruch Hu, so you have the ability to express that and say it and, and talk about it. And that's what Klai Yisrael was saying with Zeichoth, right, when, Akash, but when they were connecting to Anoichi, B'Sha'as, you see, B'Sha'as, Kabbalah, Satayra. So the Fasama says, that it continues, the Pasa continues, Anoichi, Alcha, Gam, Olot, that that same Anoichi, that means the person who's able to go and connect to that Anoichi, connect to Akash Baruch Hu's presence in Golas, that will lift him up above the Golas, take him above the concept of Golas, above the Darkness and difficulty of Golas. So it's all about this concept of the connection of Kadesh Baruch Hu in the Chayshach, which really we started off with, that Yesus' ability to maintain everything he stood for in the darkness of Golas. That was the Spitz of Shema Yisrael, the, the living Shema Yisrael. And Kla Yisrael being able to connect to that and as, much, as much as they can, relating to the 
presence of a Kodesh Baruch Hu and the connection, the connection of a Kodesh Baruch Hu in Golis is going to be the ability to rise above and to be Oila, to rise above the, the concept of Golis. It's interesting that I saw in the um, from from Shor, he says that the Sahara has a particular battle that he fights against Kriyishma. Zman Kriyishma is something which is not always so easy for people to uh, keep. He says it's particular Messiah, the Mangan of Ram, you have the Goin, and it uh, became, he says, Kriyishma Alamita is something which, something was, you know, which is a particular struggle. A person's on the, one, on the way to bed, halfway to sleep. Saying Kriyishma, he says, particularly fighting its hours against Kriyishma because of the power, the Koyach of Kriyishma, of a person's ability to connect to Kodesh Baruch Hu through the power of Kriyishma and a particular battle against that. And that's what a person's fighting every time they're reciting Kriyishma, saying Kriyishma, trying to connect to Kriyishma. Take that one step further, as Rashi brings down on... even though there were 70, many more than for Esav, but they're called Nefesh, they're referred to as, as one Nefesh, one soul, because they serve one, one Kodesh Baruch Hu. So the Sasama says that the 70 Nefashis are really the rep- representation of the 70 Kaychis, that same way we find 70 nations of the world, which represents 70 different Kaychis that exist in the world. In Klai, so there were 70 Nefashis that started the Koine Atom Israel, which represents those, seven, those same 70 Kaychis in Yisrael. And each of these seven Nekarchas are very different, and they're very different from each other, and they act differently, and they have different Tchunas HaNefesh. And Kala Yisrael is divided into the seven Nefashis, the seven different Tchunas HaNefesh that lie within, within Kala Yisrael. And the Medrash is saying that as much as there are 70 disparate parts of Kala Yisrael, and very different paths of Kala Yisrael, and very different, very different from each other, but there's one thing which unites them, and that's this concept of which means the Kabbalah the connection to Kodesh Baruch Hu, which is the which supersedes everything else. I mean that every every member of Klal Yisrael, as much as they're different and have their own abilities and their own path and their own kaches, each one of these 70, 70 parts to it, lemaisa the thing which supersedes everything, and every year is maka that what supersedes. Them, their personal tumas and nefesh is the kabbalas malchashmayim, the shmayas Hashem alokin, Hashem echad, which is above that, and therefore the nefesh is what connects them all. You have seventy parts all leading up to this one nefesh. You have seventy different paths all leading up to this one nefesh, which is the which is the site of of, of Klai Yisrael. And so Hashemah says that that the the concept of nefesh really is is, is a is a person's rotzin. What's the pasuk says that the Right, which is lashon of something which you want, which is lashon of rotzing. 
So Sama says that the idea of nefesh is rotzing. That means that we are willing to take all our ritzainis, which are very, very different, which are in the spirit of 70 different concepts, and bring them all into one ratzin. The one is, which is the ratzin of HaKadosh Baruch and really f- right, fuse it into one, which is going to be that one, one concept. And this is really what Yaakov was, was instilling into Klai Yisrael at this time. This connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, particularly the connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the Hester, particularly the bittel that above a person's own ritzainis, above a person's own desires, which a person has ingrained in them, which a person gets caught up into in the Cheshach of Golis, that the Ratzlam HaKadosh Baruch will rise above all of that and be able to rise and, and supersede all of that. And that is the reciting of Kriyishma that Yaakov was, was doing at that time to bring that into Kalah Yisrael, to put that into the, into the Shavish of Kalah Yisrael. And I'm just thinking that, you know, on, on, on a practical way, you know, we mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, this concept that a person, particularly when things are more difficult and there's more of an aspect of chayshech, the more an aspect of, of difficulty and darkness, the ability to try to connect and to try to see HaKadosh Baruch Hu, like the famous Chayim Shvalavis, which we mentioned, that when Yisrael went down to Mitzrayim, I mentioned this last week, I show this as well, and the fact that Yisrael was able to realize and perceive HaKadosh Baruch Hu through the Difficult through the different spices that, that were being carried, that's a way of connecting to Kadosh Baruch Hu in the Cheshach of Golas and in the difficulty and darkness. We want to see Kadosh Baruch Hu and see that there's some way of finding in uh, ways of connection. That's really the Shema Yisrael. The Shema Yisrael is the particularly the reciting when it's when it's dark. And I was I, I was thinking that you know, the, there's there's two Shema Yisrael's: the Shema Yisrael of of Arvis and the Shema Yisrael of Shachris, and our, the Shema Yisrael, which comes first, the Shema Yisrael of, of Arvis. And it's really the Shema Yisrael, which when a person is able to find Shema Yisrael in darkness, and find Shema Yisrael in the, in the Cheshach, and then Shaykh to find Shema Yisrael in the morning, in the, in the time when it's bright. The person can't find Shema Yisrael when it's dark. It's almost impossible to be able to really find Shema Yisrael when it's light, because the, the, the real challenge of the Shema Yisrael is not when it's light. The Shema Yisrael is when, it, when it's dark. And therefore, I think one of the Ramazim to that is the first mitzvah, of, you know, of Shas, really, right? Is right. name is not as far as down that that was wasn't by coincidence. That was the first thing brought in Shas, the first mitzvah brought in in, in Shas, because that's the, from the Yisaidi Yisaidis of what we stand for is the Kriyishma, particularly the Kriyishma Shavarvis, which is the finding of Kodesh Baruch Hu in the in the Cheshach of the of the darkness of Golis and Yaakov was trying to instill into Klai Yisrael to be able to hold on and to see and to find places and to take notice and do everything one can to find Kodesh Baruch Hu, particularly in, in, in places of Cheshach. And every person in their own life, when we go through from the small to the, to the largest of challenges, is the, the difficulty and the challenges to, to see where I can tap into the Shema Yisrael, where I can tap into the place where I see Kodesh Baruch Hu, I see that he's there, I see that he's holding our hand, that he's taking us and he's guarding us and he's not, not letting go, even as, as much as there's tremendous difficulty to be able to, to see that. Hashem, we should be zeicha, that there's two levels really of, of, of Shema Yisrael, which Yosef and Yaakov both right, individually reached, right? Yosef's level, which was saying that he was himself a essence of Shema Yisrael because everything he lived through and Yaakov instilling it to the Klai Yisrael that maybe we can't reach that darga necessarily, 
but it's still into Klai Yisrael, we can reach the Darag of Yor to at least say Shema Yisrael, recite Shema Yisrael, which is the Sherish of how, how a person can be able to go through Golas, and hopefully through that Siyah, Kodesh Baruch, and every aspect of what we're living through. That was what? Yaakov's prayer, obviously. Right. Also very good. Yaakov's right. 